0: Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 17th, 2020. And today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to RockAuto.com right now and tell them Lockdown sent you. I am your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi, here today alongside longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith, as always hey buddy what's going on i was making moves today i got my father's day shopping out of the way oh wow that's big time i mean hey uh i'll probably get that done on saturday
1: so you're a better man than i am hey that's usually me okay (laughs) hey i asked my dad i'm like hey what do you want to do and he just goes nothing he's like i just want to sit i want to sit on my deck maybe smoke smoke something in my smoker i I don't know that's that's nice dude Smoking some meats. Easy, easy. Let's stay home.
0: I like it. Get them some some car parts from rockauto.com. Today we've got another continuation of our new series, The One Thing I'll Never Forget. Yesterday's episode, we took you back to the Red Wings 2002 Stanley Cup when they defeated the Carolina Hurricanes four games to one for their 11th championship in franchise history. And today... We look back at the 1998 Stanley Cup. One day after the anniversary of the Believe year, what a year it was! Lots of great stories coming to you from Ken Kale, Terry Foster, Bob Winowski, uh, Darren McCarty, and Mark Hicks. Lots of good, uh, a lot of sentiment heaviness involved. Yeah, like
1: I was, I was really surprised. Um, I initially thought that this cup was always the, you know, icing on the cake. That we're a true dynasty, it's you know a culmination of things, but it's much more somber than I'd imagine when I was before we had done all of these interviews. Mm-hmm. But then it, we really, it really came to a head how much this mean to the team, and that it was it was less like elation and more exhaustion when it was done.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I think Darren McCarty said that the '97 and '98 felt like just one year. That team was on a mission. Some of the guys on here, they they talk about how the fact that losing was not even really an option for the Red Wings in 1998. Uh, And then, of course, you have to close out game four against the Capitals on the road, their second consecutive sweep in the Stanley Cup Finals. Vladimir Konstantinov shows up uh, with just a couple minutes to go. Nobody on the team knows that he's there or was going to be there that night. And uh, just an absolute standing ovation on a dry eye in the house, uh, and then Vladdy is able to come down after the game is over and celebrate with the team They wheel him around uh, with the cup on the wheelchair and really just, a, 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 as tragic as it was, a storybook ending to the Russian Five. But we've also got some, some lighter stuff in here. Ken Cal talks about uh, the, his personal memory from being in the press box during that game four, popping bottles of champagne. We'll hop right to the interviews. And today we're starting with Bob Wanowski, Wojo, 97 won the ticket. Detroit News. We'll see you guys back here at the end of the episode.
1: This is Bob Winowski. Wojo from uh, the Detroit News and 97 won the ticket. The thing I remember most from when the Wings beat Washington in 98 to win back-to-back cups. Uh, was being in in Washington in that cramped dressing room and you know they were dominant again and and they had won you know after the horrible limo accident in the offseason and Vladimir Konstantinov they had brought him started bringing him to some of the games during the playoffs and they brought him to Washington for the clinching game and afterwards um it was very cramped, small dresser room. And they only let a few media people in a couple of media people. And I sort of nudged my way to the front and got in there. And, um, and then they brought in Konstantinov and he was sitting there in his wheelchair with, you know, players around him, Igor Laryanov and Slapa Patisov and everybody else. And then they, you know, Vladdy couldn't really communicate, but, they started singing We Are the Champions, which they said was his favorite song, We Are the Champions, you know how it goes. And, um, and it was amazing. He he kind of swayed his head along with it, and you could tell he was sort of mouthing out the words a, a little bit. And to see that, and I was literally, you'll see photos maybe, if you see, um, where I was literally like right, right next to him, because only a few media people were in, and I nudged my way in. And it was just probably one of the more, Touching, heartfelt, real moments I've seen because he couldn't be part of that championship, obviously being injured. Um, But he was part of the celebration and he certainly was completely aware of what was going on and they were aware. And, you know, beyond that, the wings were so dominant on the ice. The things you remember more or less are things off the ice, you know, because, okay, they won that game four to one. Okay, they won three nothing. Okay, you know. They won seven, nothing, whatever. It's, it's the off the ice stuff to me that lingers.
0: This team, to me, this cup is all about family. And you know who values family more than anybody, Ethan? rockauto.com they're a family business serving auto parts manufacturers online for 20 years now listen they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver you can get everything you need from rockauto.com and just a few easy clicks delivered right to your door and here's the best part chain stores if you go to auto zone if you go to o'reilly's if you go to murray's They're going to have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. But rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear. It's for everybody and does not require a membership or account login or anything like that. It could not be simpler. Getting auto parts shipped to your door has never been easier. And in the age of technology, when the blueprint to fixing your own car is just a click away do yourself a favor and head on over to rockauto.com and acquire the parts you need to do it yourself best of all the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate i'm somebody who uh, gets lost online sometimes the first thing you're going to see is all the makes and models that are available on the website and there's a, it's a long list i'm not going to not going to lie to you guys but it's alphabetically I'm not going organized either. you can easily find your make your model, and then from there, go into the different parts that you need to get. You're in, you're out. You don't have to go to the auto zone counter and deal with the judgmental store clerk who's a little bit annoyed, who doesn't want to be there. It's all laid out for you right on their website. Is easy, peasy, lemon, squeezy. Now go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you're checking out, write locked on in there. how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com
2: I'm
3: Darren McCarty, and the one thing I'll never forget about the 1998 Stanley Cup final, winning it on the Washington capitals home ice couple things was first when we were surprised that vladi was in the stands we had no idea that he was there but i remember looking at Drake or marty or was beside me going oh my god i'd hate to be these guys because there's no way we're gonna lose now yeah. you know not not no i mean it was just like one of the it was almost the same sort of thing as like uh, somebody, somebody in the crowd saying, "When McCarty scored that goal, ninety-seven, I knew we were going to win the cup. Well, when <laughs> Vladdy showed up, I knew that we weren't going to let him down. It was also that, and on it was there was so much Red Wing fans in the stands. Like when when we were skating around with the cup, it was like we were at home. So just and and I always remember just when Vladdy came on the ice and skating around, and and just the and in the locker room after, it was one of those things of like accomplishment um you know happy but just like emotionally just spent I mean it was like I don't even think we went back and partied I think think we got together the next day but it was like everybody was just so emotionally drained because that Mm -hmm. was like two years and I say to everybody I said you know, like those two years and, and yeah, you, I can separate them. Obviously remember the, remember them both, but that was just sort of one super year and, and that's the guys that are, who were involved and it doesn't have to be the, it, anybody with the organization or any of the fans or whatever that went through that, we all went through it together. And that's what I love about, you know, 23, 22 years later is, is being able to talk about it or, or address it because man, now, now, we're, the, we're becoming the, the Gordies and the Teds and stuff like <laughs> like that when yeah. we came in.
4: My name is uh, Terry Foster. I, I just remember uh, in, that, in that series, there was this, I don't know if you call it, it was like a silence in Washington because we, we hung out, we were in Washington and everything. And I think they knew what was coming. They saw the superior um, play of the wings. And uh, I think, I just think people were stunned. And, you know, Washington is not a big hockey town anyway, but they just want wanted a championship. So, um, So that was, once again, a lot of fun to just see how stunned – Washington Capitol fans and the players were as that series progressed. And, you know, sometimes it's great to see greatness and uh, to see greatness play out all the way. And uh, that, that's something I always appreciate about the Wings with the Russian Five and, um, you know, Steve Eiseman and, you know, Nick Lindstrom and the things that they did that, that totally took teams out of their comfort zone because everybody wanted to follow the blueprint of the New Jersey devils who beat the wings in 95 if we just beat this team up they'll succumb to us and but if you can't catch them you can't beat them up and i think that's what happened in back-to-back series couldn't catch them couldn't beat them up and then they had enough muscle with uh, mccarty and some a couple other guys where um you know the wings you know hit back
5: My name is Mark Hicks. I'm the longtime uh, past Red Wing team photographer. The next year was the believe year, and everybody knew after what happened to Vladdy and Slava and Manatsa, kind of off in that car accident, we were on a mission. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of emotion. There wasn't a lot of rah-rah in the locker room. Guys were just kind of quiet, business-like, you know, and they were going to win this one for Vladdy. And uh, so to, to win it, you know, it was kind of nice almost to win it in Washington, D.C., because you didn't have the 100,000 fans choking the building. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, once we did the on-ice celebration, we went into the locker room. You know, it was just immediate family and players there, you know. So the crowd was... We didn't have five hundred people in a hundred person, you know, room. Um, so it was kinda nice and uh, to see uh it was very emotional, you know, to have Vladdy on the ice in a wheelchair, you know, and taking pictures and guys taking him in a locker room and stuff. So that one was uh that's what I remember about that one was, you know, just fighting back the tears. I mean, we win the cup, you we were so happy and then they pull Vladdy out in a wheelchair on the ice and it's so unbelievably tragic. I mean, he did nothing wrong. He did everything right. I mean, that's just like a plane falling out of the sky and landing on your house. You know, I mean, wrong spot, wrong time. So that's what I remember about that. The one cool little story about that is there was airlines that had opened in Detroit the year before called Pro Air. And they bought three or four brand new jets. And they were flying out of Detroit City Airport. So uh, we flew into Washington for that series. And it was just players and team doctors and the black aces and schmucks like me, the photographers, you know, uh, bumming a ride. And then when it got it looked like it was going to be for sure, game four was going to we were going to win in Washington. Mister I rented one of those pro air, and it seated, I don't know, three hundred people or something. It's a big, huge jumbo jet. So he he called the players. He had the staff call the players and uh, and like me and said, do you have anybody that you want to come watch the game tonight? We're going to fly him in on a private jet. So I thought, well, that's pretty nice. He's going to fly like my mom and dad or my wife and my brother-in-law or my brother, yeah. you know, they're going to fly him in on a private jet. Well, the private jet was the pro air like 727. So if you counted all the people that flew to Washington and all the people that were in Washington, the players and guys like me that wanted to fly home, we all got to fly home together on that brand new plane. And oh, so it was cool. pretty interesting. So they wanted me to travel right with the team. while I put cameras everywhere all over the whole ring. So we wanted to couple I had to take the pictures and bust all that equipment down to get on the bus to get to the airport, get to the airport. I had about four or five relatives and friends come in to help me carry all my shit real quick. Cause I got a million cameras. My brother-in-law gets on the plane, says Lisa Eisenman sitting right in front of us. So he goes, Dave goes, where do you think I should sit? I goes, oh, shit, sit anywhere. Sit right here next to her. She don't care. <laughs> so he didn't know who she was or nothing, you know. This <laughs> is my hockey fan brother-in-law who I flew in to help me break it down, was there for the Stanley Cup, drink out of the cup, boom, take the cup back to the plane. So he's sitting there, and then Stevie comes on the plane holding the cup and everything, and he walks on and I told my wife, she was sitting next I goes, watch this, watch this. So Stevie gets right to that seat, and he looks at My my brother-in-law just about turned into a petrified statue. I mean, time just stopped for him. He was like, "Uh, what, Mr. Reiserman? And Stevie goes, think I can sit next to my wife? He was like, holy shit. Yeah, he jumped out of that seat so fast. He never never, to this day has forgiven me for that story.
0: Terrifying. You had to get him, though. I mean, you take him on the ride of his life. Yeah, he earned, or you earned the opportunity to get him.
5: The guys were roaring. The whole plane was clapping. Everybody knew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, That's no, awesome.
5: Nobody on the plane would go on that plane and sit next to the lead. Obviously, you're going to leave that seat open.
0: The Lockdown Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. That's LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter and you know that i have to talk to you guys today about builtbar.com i talk about them every single day on this podcast but right now there has never been a better time to go to builtbar.com and get hooked on the best tasting protein bar on the market now we are going to give you a a, a promo code locked on to get ten dollars off your first order but right now builtbar is currently running deals. If you get one box, you get 15% off. If you get two boxes, you get 30% off. If you get four or more boxes of built bars, you get 50% off. That's half your bill just by ordering four boxes of built bars coming right off the top plus an additional $10. And the best part is there's a lot of different ways to do this. Now you can get a mixed box. It's got 15 flavors and 18 bars, or you can just go ahead and order a box of all one flavor. You got the Peanut Butter Brownie, the Raspberry Chocolate Cream, the Vanilla Chocolate Cream, Mint Brownie Delight. That one has been my favorite recently because I like to indulge when I have my Bilt Bars. And, you know, it tastes like a Girl Scout cookie. And that's exactly what you want. Now head over to BiltBar.com right now. Enter our promo code On. You'll get $10 off your first order. And once again, that is in addition to discounts up to 50% off. When you visit built Bar.com. and right now all profits from these deals that they got going on are going directly to the built bar COVID-19 response. So not only are you able to get a little healthier, lose or maintain weight, being health conscious all the time, thanks to the built bar. But you also know that your money is going towards a good cause in the COVID-19 response. Thanks to built bar. They're great partners. And at the end of the day, I've said it once, I've said it twice. I'll say it a billion times on this podcast before they kick us off the air it's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Milpbar.com, promo code locked on, $10
2: off. Hi, everyone. This is Ken Kell, radio voice of the Detroit Red Wings. Couple things I remember about the 1998 Stanley Cup is how difficult it is to win back-to-back Stanley Cups. Usually, uh, you have a little bit of a hangover after you win the first one, from what I'm, what I'm told by other teams that won it, and it's really difficult the second year. But obviously, after the car accident and what happened to Sergei Mnatsakanyanoff and Vladimir Konstantinov, the Red Wings had something to play for, and that was the season of I believe. And uh, again, like everybody, I just remember there was about six minutes to go in game four and there was like a standing ovation and the whole arena was filled with Red Wing fans, all the capital fans left. So there were six, 7,000 Red Wing fans there and they're all cheering and Vladdy was up, uh, you know, in the stands and the seats and they showed a picture of him on the big screen and everybody started cheering and of course, when the Red Wings won and Vladdy came out onto the ice and they gave him the Stanley Cup, that was really a, a big thrill. On a personal note, I remember um, just a funny story. Uh, Paul Woods brought in a champagne bottle because we all figured we were going to win Game Four and sweep the series. So after we won, we took the champagne bottle and popped the cork and put a hole through the ceiling in the radio booth, and uh, and I just started laughing. And for the next seven or eight years, every time we went to Washington, the hole was still in there, in the ceiling, you know? Uh, So the next year, after seven years, I told Paul, I said, you know what? I said, I want that as a keepsake, you know? So I I went to Home Depot and I bought, um, you know, a similar tile that I was going to put up there. And I went into the booth and uh, when I went to the booth, they finally changed it. So I never got a chance (laughs) to get that ceiling tile. And I just remember there was (laughs) champagne stains up (laughs) on the ceiling tile, a little hole in the you know, in the tile itself, and I thought that was kind of funny. And then the other thing, on a personal note, was um, I remember after we did our post-game show and we left the arena, all the Red Wing fans were at this sports bar in downtown Washington, and I remember going in there and it was just like being at home. And we had a really big, uh, nice time there and stayed up late and celebrated, and that was a good, good moment for me.
0: And with that, we conclude the third part of our series, The One Thing I Will Never Forget. We hope you enjoyed all these great stories, and thanks again to all the wonderful guests that agreed to join us for this special occasion. And the good news is we've got one more coming your way. We recorded one on the 2008 Stanley Cup final, but we didn't have it in time to run it on the anniversary, so we kind of stockpiled it, saved it for later. Not exactly sure when we'll run it, but whenever it is, I know you're going to love it. And the only way that you can make sure that it's available the second it hits the airwaves is by pressing that subscribe button. Ethan, do you have any final messages for the people? Um, wash your hands.
1: The don't front and face.
0: back. Yeah, don't touch your face. Yeah. Keep We're your hands out of your
1: eyes. Don't pick your nose in public.
0: Clean your shoes. Wipe your face. Hands. We'll see you guys Friday. Yep.